Hey guys, it's Spadoodle. Uh, you can always go to davidspade.com to look at my tour dates because I bless a lot of cities in America with my hilarious stand-up act. Or you could not go to it and get on my enemy list. Up to you. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. Now, you're out there, you have acres and acres, hundreds of acres. All you have to do is water and <laughs> okay. mow, and they'll do the rest. No. Weed control, which you hate, fertilization, mm -hmm. aer aeration. Can't huh? stand it. Among others. They'll do all that, so you can do literally anything else. Dana's out there like Yellowstone. You have better things to do in your free time. I know you do. You don't want to focus on lawn care. True green is too good to be true, mm -hmm. is what I'm saying. But it is true. Right, David? Because yeah. you're going to have more time to do yeah, things that you want to focus on. All the hard work and it gets yeah. you to a great lawn. That's what you want. You take care of everything else you got to do in your life. You're very busy. Let True Green take care of this mm -hmm. one thing. Get it off your plate. You know what? I do have some space. I want to put some grass down. Some I, I might. This, <laughs> I'll, I'll, talk, I'll call you later, talk, True Green. Talk to True Green. <laughs> Where can listeners mm -hmm. purchase or learn more? You go to truegreen.com you do you let true green do your lawn care visit truegreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed you can trust true green to give you the best lawn because they are the official lawn care treatment provider of the pga tour whoa they offer a satisfaction guaranteed and they have a verified best price promise which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality that is such a cool thing good job true green you're nailing it Eric Andre mm -hmm. is our guest today, which, who I don't really know well at all. I think I've seen him out, and I've obviously seen a ton of his yes. stuff he does. Very clever, very crazy. The Eric very Andre show. And a uh, very smart dude, and I really like to sit with him and talk to him because I didn't know. I don't know anything about him, so I have no judgment. Just like, it's so great to see someone right in front of me. He came into the house, and then we got to do it here, which is really fun. Easy to talk to, uh, has a book coming out, Dumb Ideas. It mm -hmm. really is insight into the intellect and the, and the the brain trust behind the Eric Andre show and other things. He's a master of uh, of pranks. They've taken uh, his hero, Johnny Knoxville, and, you know, uh, uh, Borat and other things, and they post-modernized it, made it... Uh, it's incredibly entertaining stuff to watch. So we doing the research, I became a big fan. Yeah. And he's fun and easy to talk to. I hear his name a lot because a lot of people are like, did you see what he did? Did you see this? And he's just very good at all that and the, constructing these elaborate pranks. And they're really edgy and really where I was wondering, <laughs> like, how do you not get this shit kicked out of you? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's so terrifying. Like some of the stuff... That seems very illegal, and he's got his show mm -hmm. and uh, the movie and uh, now the book. Um, just a great, great, interesting person, and we had a lot of laughs, I have and to say. And if you're a fan of his, uh, it also was just really just people talking in a room. Yeah. So it was very nice to get to know him and uh, the very, mind Very R-rated. There was some description of some comedy pieces, and they were a bit adult. <laughs> yeah. Let's put it that way. Anyway, so, please enjoy our next podcast, number 375 million. Eric Andre. <laughs> <laughs>
We have time for one more question. That call you made to, to Dan Curry, I don't even know what that was about. <laughs> I don't know what that was about. But no. So Roy who was, was the guy uh, that would come into SNL or, or lady that came into SNL and you guys are all like, oh, fuck, so-and-so is here. It's going to be a long, it's going to be a long week. Maybe that's too shit. To no, 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 it would no. be, it'd be early you on. You just that. walk into Lauren's office and, and Mick, for my general, Mick Jagger's just sitting there oh, in a sweater. And you're like, and he's like oh, you make me fucking. And, he, and then uh, Lauren goes coffee, and Danny goes no thanks. He goes no, get some too. <laughs> Didn't Eddie Murphy famous. call you when you made fun of Boomerang one time? I remember on Howard Stern, <laughs> Boomerang. You made fun of Boomerang. You go, <laughs> oh look, a star has fallen, and Eddie Murphy hounded you for like a week or something. That's a right? sort of trim down version. Um, but, Let's uh, get to the core. Yeah, it is was, this too gossipy? No, but we I don't was, have no, to be we this gossipy. gossipy. We're so fucking boring. Okay. You're our most interesting guest <laughs> yeah. so far. No one has asked this. You've mentioned us three times. This is already a blast. No, listen. We like to talk about ourselves. David, tell the Eddie Murphy story. And I'll tell it from my side. I thought side. your question a minute ago was, who kind of freaked you out if they came to the offices? Yeah. Like mm -hmm. they would, someone is walking like Dan Aykroyd. They go, oh, Lauren, they go, Danny might stop by. And they're mm -hmm. like, Danny? Mm-hmm. Danny Zuko, mm. so uh, <laughs> Billy, Billy, and then there was always Paul Simon walks, or Paul McCartney. Yeah, and they yeah. just walk in your office. Hey, what's going on here? And then you're just writing some garbage. Sketch. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. But Eddie Murphy came by, but he wa he came to see Rock once. I don't even know if I was around because we didn't have a. I wasn't around. I think I made myself. I was around, around for Eddie coming yeah. back because he. I don't think he was mad at me at that point. But he was for yeah, a second. That was huh? a real story. Yeah. But did you write that? Joke or would did did somebody write that joke for you and you said it and you're like don't shoot the messenger kind of how did you uh, get out of it I should have said that, <laughs> that <laughs> I didn't even think of saying that it's a quarter century too late that's you could what, have saved so much that's what usually happens you go they write sketches I go I don't even know what's going like when I did well uh, it was the Hollywood minute it was a thing I was just did. making jokes yeah. where he would just yeah, shit on celebrities it's a joke you know it's, it's funny a joke. it's like, a tough that's a tough I tough. ran into Bill Bellamy you know Bill yeah yeah, yeah and yeah. Uh, he's a great guy I, I saw him on the flight yesterday. Billy B. And he said, um, we were talking about, because I dated Idalis in the old days. Remember Idalis on MTV? She was a VJ. This I might get Dallas, too young maybe, for you. Maybe. But anyway, I mean, you're too young. But anyway, <laughs> they were all friends. We were all friends. So anyway, uh, and he's a great guy. So I said, uh, he said, did you ever meet downtown Julie Brown? I said, I did a joke about her and that was it. It was the same thing. Hollywood Minute. Oh, you she made fun was of it. Of course, I get them when they're having trouble in their career, which is so fucking rude. It's funnier. <laughs> we're tribal. <laughs> get them. I said, "Wubba, you were like, like twenty three or something." Yeah, yeah I was. Listen, I was scratching and... to stay on the show, yeah. and you were killing with that. And yeah. when something worked, which yeah. most of it wasn't, when I go to read through, and I'd be, uh, you know, I wouldn't have anything on, and then when I did that, Lauren, two weeks later, saying maybe Hollywood Minute this week, I'd go. Yeah, are you like, shitting me? Like, yes, you please. want you want me to do something, of yeah. course, <laughs> and then everyone would be like, "Throw me their roughest jokes." But right. Julie's mm. was, "Wubba wubba wubba, my career's in trouble, trouble, trouble." And that's a good, that's and it was a, a good, it was a good nice little break. Yeah. Yeah. Was that one of her, her hit songs or something? No, she was a VJ that used to. Go, oh, she's wubba, a, wubba. She, that was her catchphrase. That was her icarumba. Yeah. Yes, that yeah. was her. Yep, and and I did that, and then she, I just heard through channels. That she was mm, back channels. Ups, upset with you. Yeah. MTV back channels. Yeah. I'd be more I'd be more worried about Eddie Murphy. Oh, Eddie Murphy. Than, First than of John, all, John Julie Eddie, yeah, that but before your thing happened, he just came back and he just was hanging out, which was kind of cool. You know, this is maybe 
89 or something. So he's Beverly Hills cop. And he just, he, he put out party all the time. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. Oh yeah. And he told me how great his music was. And he, and I said, that <laughs> sounds him. cool. <laughs> he tells me and he goes, I don't think you believe me. He goes, no, I really am the shit, man. Uh, party all the time. And it was a pretty big hit. It was a hit. I wish I had that self-esteem. I wish I had that confidence yeah. and self-esteem. And knowing you, people might what do you mean? You got you for that. Blurp or Blarp? Who's your music alter ego? It's no party all the time, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> party? I'm just like tinkering with experimental shitty noise music on my computer. was a toe tapper. Party all the time. Party all the time's a hit. Yeah, party yeah, all the time's a hit. I love all that. It's Listen, the technology is advanced where I can, with a producer... Double track, triple yeah, this. You, put, you putting out some jams? Well, yeah, I got a lot of songs. Uh, catch, it's a, I'm a catchphrase guy. That's all it is. You got some jams coming and up. And one phrase over and over again. Really? Mm -hmm. Okay. Show I'm not saying it's it. any good, though. Yeah, no, that's but it sure is fun. Music I make, yeah. yeah. It's horrible. So do you but... hate anyone in Hollywood actively right now? Um, uh, <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. I have some, I have some bones <laughs> to pick. Do you have the list in your car? I got the pick list. Pick a bone yeah. is his name. Uh, I know yeah. who we're talking I about. I mean, Lapita Nyong'o, first off. Uh-huh. Uh, she's in my crosshairs. Fuck him. No. Charles, <laughs> Charles Lascivio? That fucker? Sir Lawrence Olivier. I don't oh, know yeah. if he's dead or alive. Billy Doo-Wop from Detroit. No, I'm a lover, not a fighter. I don't yeah. really beef. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. That's I don't the even, thing. I'm not even cool enough to I have I could beefs. tell from all your prank stuff that underneath was kind of a marshmallow. Uh, yeah, In a good no, way. I'm, 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 just, <laughs> I'm just channeling my 13-year-old you know, id when I'm when I'm razzing yeah. celebs on my show. I'm not really. Oh, do I'm you, not make, out for do you make fun of celebrities too? I make fun well, of celebrities on the too. Show, well, I have a, I have a talk show on Adult Swim that I kind of, I prank celebrities in like an Ali the G show fashion. Oh yeah, no. and it's yeah, avant garde. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not. It's, it's more than prank. It's acid humor. Oh, well, that's what we'd yeah. say in our day. What would you yeah. call it? Avant garde. Yeah, it's acid. It's like, crazy. A, yeah, it's crazy, man. I saw one. Was People are always like, "How high are you when you come up with this stuff? What do you want?" I'm like. Coffee and uh, stress. Yeah. Who was on where you just suddenly had a boob and you're you're feeling the milk? Uh, Donald Glover. Donald <laughs> okay. Glover. I was good I, memory. I, I had a uh, uh, realistic. And it's um, all done very titty. casual. Like, yeah. I'm getting. Or you're yeah. eating or spitting up ashes. Or yeah. Just, oh yeah. Yeah. I, I snorted my uncle's ashes out of the urn. Jesus Christ. Yeah. 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 What's his uh, <laughs> music name? Donald Glover. Dana. Oh. Um. Doctor G. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dr. G. No, maybe Dr. Yeah. G. If it Dr. isn't, G. if it isn't now, it, what is now? Once he hears this, Danny Glover. That no, not Danny Glover. Donald Glover. Donald Glover. And Dr. G. I think you were thinking of Dr. John from New Orleans. Yeah, but that was the guy who came in and killed the choir with the gun. Yes, like the, there you go. Okay. That piece of work yeah. is brilliant. Yeah, he's a genius. That I mean, a, that's, that that's, was a fun one. That's he's crazy. A, um, he's, that was a darling one. And no, what okay. about when you had? The one I saw was a T.I. comes on. Yes, I think what say. they do, they probably know it's going to be some sort of shenanigans, right? Yeah. Because he sits down and, and then you go, I'm getting a boner. And then it pops through the desk, yeah. you dick. Yeah. And then you start jacking it off. <laughs> yeah. But his job is to act so cool about it. Is that what it is? I don't is, know if he was that cool He about was trying it. to be like he was nonplussed. He was trying to be nonplussed. And nobody really knows what nonplus means, but I'm going to say he was trying to be nonplus. <laughs> nonplus. I throwing it out there. Nonplus two. <laughs> he was recalcitrant. He was obdurate. Jesus he Christ. Was, oh, no, I don't know what He was supercilious. <laughs> yeah. Good. Those real words. He was sacrosanct. Community college. Forgive him. You should write a dictionary. 
Which he's a Berkeley School of Music. You're yeah, not the way smart. Learn, are you? We didn't learn anything there. I went to jazz school. Yeah, it's like jeez, this just in. Learned yeah. how to go. Yeah, boom, boom, yeah boom, I just learned boom. the Seinfeld bass line over and over again. Well, okay. What was your question? Ti. Well, there was also male, full frontal male nudity. And then not and, just the dildo, but there was a naked. We have a naked. One of our PAs on the show is naked all the time, so he was. Um, he Who called the guest? By the way, Dane, in this just one coming out, all the wiener. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't think it's really yours. Comes out of the desk. Yeah, that was a uh, that was a realistic looking. Dildo. And then he whacks it off. Yeah. <laughs> no, and then a zombie crawls out of the floor. Oh yeah, he didn't like that. Remember either. that? Yeah, he didn't. Now like why that does Ti have a problem with this stuff? Did he not know what the show was about? He didn't really know. Nobody really knows or does their research, and we tell them little to nothing. We we try to we use all types of Jesus. manipulative ways to juke around their publicist and get them in there without knowing. Um, there was a, much a young anything. actress. One of the videos I saw, blonde hair that. <laughs> You did something and she, you hurt my foot, and she seemed really distressed. Then it oh, becomes, yeah. Do you think, no, I'm talking about? Uh, yes. You've only uh, had that was uh, Karuchi Tran, was her name. Karuchi Tran. She's, yeah. She's cute. But yeah. they come, and she's adorable, but Would they come out wide eyed. And yes. Yes. They're yes. just seeing it start Gossip. to happen. It's really a trip. Yeah. When they haven't seen the show. They get quite stressed. They get yeah. quite stressed. Well, they don't sometimes. know what's going on. They think they're going on like Seth Meyers. Yes. Then, yes. And then. <laughs> And then someone's fly pulling on their balls from under <laughs> yeah. their chair. Like, yeah, yeah, he's got a little note card instead of a cock coming out of the desk. And, dry, like, and you're like, hey, sorry about that. Like, so hey, your no parents problem. are really happy about your success. <laughs> no problem. Seth, we're kidding if you're listening. Nothing is like this. <laughs> so, Nothing yeah. is like on television that I'm aware of. Yeah. I'm I old. Hope, yeah. I Eric. Hope, I hope not. Well, I mean, you know, I'm the sum of my influences. You know, there's an Ali I G know show. I know who your high three priestesses are. I want you some to pick. Some of your yeah. influences. Tom yeah, yeah. Green. Yeah, Tom again, Green, Again, yeah. master of distress and tension. Yeah. Loved his stuff. My kids went fucking nuts for yeah. him. Yeah, Um, Ollie G, you know, Borat. Yeah. Genius. Yeah. And, and Jackass. Yeah. yeah. Were those the Holy Grail? I mean, there's others. Those are the Holy Grail. That all came out when in the formative year, like uh, when, when I was were... in 12th grade and through college and Chappelle show was on during college. Years, mm -hmm. So those were like when I was trying to figure out when I was in the middle of jazz school, realizing that jazz school is not a promising um, career. And then I was like spending t uh, tons of money and uh, going to jazz school. And then, um, you know, well, my parents were spending tons of money putting me through jazz school. And then I was like, nice. at, towards the end of jazz school, I was like, don't worry, dad. Uh, I figured it out. Uh, I'm not going to play the upright bass. I'm going to do comedy. And I'm going to go into pranks. <laughs> yeah. That's where the money is. And my dad was from a third world country. He's from Haiti and he became a doctor. He's like the American dream. So he was really not into You're doing it doing. backwards. Yeah. <laughs> I was undoing the American dream. He brings the American dream. You have this hope. Uh, my dad's quote to his friend, because I just left and did it on my own too. He goes, oh, Jesus Christ, can you believe my son wants to be a comedian? That's the way he talked. And I didn't blame them yeah but i just did it yeah you know yeah, yeah. no nobody's dad wants them their kid well, they to just be a comedian it's not gonna work yeah no it's like i'm gonna they, be an astronaut I'm yeah, gonna exactly. moon, right? you know um music comedians johnny carson was an amazing drummer you know about that yes Dana's a, a drummer. Yeah. He's a toe tapper. He was a fucking toe tapper yeah i was a high He's school a, garage band ed drummer. grab a tambourine yeah, a drummer I did. I did a Fred you, Armisen and you are both Fred Armisen's drummers. A real Armisen's drummer. serious about it, isn't it? No, I you're got a serious lucky drummer, right? with Wayne's World. I practiced on a jazz set, and then Yamaha brought in this set. Oh shit! Motley Crue set. Yeah, yeah. And I can't do the solo. Yeah, yeah. So that I anyway, they gave me the jazz set. 
But I did one as Church Lady with Danny DeVito. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was doing the Ringo, dun, 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 and that one came out really lucky. Yeah, on that's air. amazing. Uh, just that was my mic. That's my lady beat beat Garth. And and, and Garth is your impression of your brother, mm-hmm. right? And was your brother a, dr- yeah. a drummer? No, I, I added the drumming part. Uh, it was but a he was the science part of Garth. Uh-huh. You know, science. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, I like that you're very serious because the last thing I saw was you in your talk show and you just stare at the guests. And then you look around and then you go, oh, it's a bucket of jizz. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, they're like, what the fuck? So Ask I asked me about book, my movie. And it's interesting how you guys, your, your sort of true North Star was nothing can be too dumb. But in your book, yes. you have a lot of rejected ideas. Yes. <laughs> like, oh, that's too much. You well, know, a lot of those are rejected just because we run out of money. Oh, because we don't was have too a much. big budget. Uh, do you have anyone you have to run anything by anymore? Or is it just sort of you guys do whatever you want? Uh, we always have. Uh, Adult Swim has always let us kind of do whatever we want. I can't imagine. Some, they never they didn't say no anything. To that shit. Like, that's too far. We, we had one thing that they pulled. We had a country singer come on and sing a pro Al-Qaeda country song. <laughs> and uh, in like 2005 yeah, yeah, yeah September 12th 2001 <laughs> but um Jesus. they were not uh they weren't they 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 freaked out I don't know but they freaked out late after we locked the episode and delivered it to them oh. I was like I got a call when I was like on mushrooms in Canada in Muskoka Ontario and um you were on mushrooms with when Bigfoot? you got the call I was on mushrooms when I okay. got the call and uh, I thought, thought you're in a mushroom field for some reason <laughs> <laughs> I was on top of you mushrooms. were on mushrooms yes okay and um they uh uh yeah they were they were like we can't air this I don't know I, I think it like it went up there somebody some channels and then like a the big boss man in the shadows who the is the corp- biggest company that owns you that, that show. <laughs> no, that owns that show. Who owns it? Yes, no, I Black. guess Adult Swim is owned by Turner, which is owned by Warner Brothers and Discovery Plus. Which is owned by Lauren Michaels. Which is owned by Lauren Michaels. Which is owned by Planet Krellyak. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's almost getting there. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> hey, AI's coming up. I'm just saying it. Do you guys ever go back to SNL and do the show? Mm-hmm. Well. And is Lauren nice to you? Yeah. Lauren is like the. When do you get to get? It's um, easier now because uh, for me, I'm not as stressed as I was when I was there. You know, he's now it's over. He's not really my boss anymore. I come in to host or do something, and he's it's just fun. So the anxiety isn't anxiety is not quite as when you're in your twenties. It does shoot up when you go in the hallways and you feel you get the PTSD fear. Yeah, there's something very real about that. You got you have your big break, and Lauren is the decider. You know, what gets on and everything. And so there's a natural, like he's the teacher, he's the power, he's the coach you make fun of, you know. But then when you get away from the show and then you're hosting, you're you're hanging out with him. He's like your buddy all week. You see how he casually produces that show. Uh And I kind of come to the conclusion he might be irreplaceable. Like his, so he's got to live forever. He has he's to. Do experimental it's it's gene energy. It's called the CRISPR. We can edit We're genes working on it, and yeah. uh, you, like live a really long time. <laughs> if anyone could do it, but he is uh, now. I'm just super fond of him. I yeah. see him as way more sensitive and vulnerable than I realize. This impenetrable socialite kind of erudite character that's part of his comic persona. Yeah, but he's a really good friend. He loves baseball. He's just very. You can do a sketch, uh, Lauren Michaels, year three thousand. They've kept <laughs> him do alive. You, do you? Did you um, ever a have a moment where you thought you'd want to get on that show? When I was starting, like when I finally got like an agent and a manager in my mid twenties, mm-hmm. 
Um, I put together a couple audition tapes, but I never got I never got the call. And then towards the end of my twenties, Eric Andre show started. So. It seems to me like when you're doing these pranks and you're out there and you're bleeding in the park or something, yeah, yeah. like you really have to be a great actor. I'll take it. You're Thank acting, you. and yeah. you've got people there, and you can't. You only have one take, really. David, whether you have a few weeks old puppy or a senior who's seen multiple decades, any dog person like me knows the most valuable thing in the world is spending time with your pet. Yep. The farmer's dog makes it easy to keep them healthy, which can give you more quality years with your lovely dog. Yeah, well, I've heard farmer's dog makes and delivers fresh, healthy dog food. And, you know, that's what everyone's looking for. It's recommended by vets, nutritionally balanced. Uh, it's made from human-grade ingredients. Safe, clean kitchens, all that stuff matters. Yeah. I mean, you love your dog. Why Why get the lousy food for your dog? Farmer's dog is the best. Traditional dry and wet dog food options are extremely processed. Sometimes dogs- much lower quality. Yeah. <laughs> you, you put it in their bowl and they go, what is this kibble? And they knock it away. What is this canned goo? Oh, yeah. I've had our dog, yeah, look at the bowl yeah. and then kind of crank its neck up and look at me. And it was like, really? They go, really? Why don't you go first? You want a bite of this? Slop. <laughs> and it makes that sound. Here you go, dog. Mm-hmm. Like, so Farmer's Dog isn't just no. higher quality food. They also send the food pre-portioned specifically for your dog based on their unique nutritional needs. It makes it easy to help your dog reach and stay at their ideal weight, David. And which is one of the biggest indicators of a full, healthy life. A fresh diet has been found to have all sorts of benefits, David, from healthier coat Mm -hmm. and skin, better breath, if you want to kiss your dog, and even easier digestion and smaller and better poops. Let's look at a clip. It doesn't matter if your dog's (laughs) young or old, it's always the right time to invest in their health for more happy years with your dog. Get 50% off your first box at farmersdog.com slash fly. Let the farmer's dog know we sent you. Use your code or click podcast after you sign up for your first box. Can I ask you a technical question? Yeah, absolutely. Because you've got a lot of shots. So you're bleeding. There's a, people who are coming up to you. And you've got all these shots. And you yeah. kind of, in my mind, I'm thinking of crew. But is it just people it who are pretending to be onlookers yeah. with hidden Yeah, hidden cameras. camera means okay. hidden crew. That was the only way. Yeah, hidden camera means hidden crew. So the crew is playing like secret clothes. service. They're playing, like playing clothes. And they're just totally. around the action. And they're they like their Apple earbuds in as if they're listening oh, is that music, what it But works? that's like a Comtech or like their walkie. And, uh, <laughs> I love, I love the sophistication. Have like, you know, there'll be like a, a microphone and a coffee cup by a garbage can and those gopros there's gopros everywhere yeah Yeah. inside is a different plan than um outside interiors Mm -hmm. are yeah that's much Interiors you have to build hides interiors are way harder camera and and exteriors are a lot easier build Um, hides dana scribble it down yeah um what about when you're outside (laughs) and you're uh first of all uh, obviously you'd be scared to get shot or beat up i think those those pranks literally today are, are even scarier. Oh, we got a knife. Uh, me and Tiffany Haddish and Laurel Howry did a, a prank movie called Bad Trip. It's like a narrative. It's yes. a Borat. The narrative it's on prank movie yeah, on yeah. Netflix. And uh, the first prank Rel ever shot with us, it was the first day of shooting, and we got a knife pulled out on us. We went into a barber shop in the hood with our penises stuck in Chinese in a Chinese finger trap. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, 
and we're stretching. They're prosthetic <laughs> dicks, but they not... look realistic. <laughs> so the dicks are stretching back I and forth. I thought that on I Love Lucy. <laughs> the dicks are stretching back. <laughs> yeah, we oh, ran into the barber shop. Yeah, yeah. Fred Mertz and Desi yeah. Arnaz doing that? Yeah. I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, old I Love Lucy. Hey, Rick! <laughs> <laughs> it's from the Honeymooners. Yeah. And uh, no, we ran into this barber shop and we asked the barber. We're like, hey, can we borrow your scissors? We're stuck in this Chinese figure and he was like, oh, he went into this homicidal rage, looked for his gun, which he told us later that he forgot that day that he brings to work every day, and then found his knife and then chased us out with a knife. And then Rel quit the movie for a little bit. Then we had to beg him back. I get it. Yeah. It well, was a little bit stressful. It's a God. bit stressful. Yeah, there is that. The, the high wire act of that is brings part of the entertainment to the viewer. Yeah. You know what people yeah. don't yeah. like also? Obviously. Go ahead. I think that you, some people... If you're doing something that's super uh, sexual toward guys, uh -huh. they get really mad too. Is that, do you find that? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> if you go rub naked and it's like one of those bits, guys get really freaked out. Like yeah. they're embarrassed, they're humiliated. They don't know what's going on. Yeah, I think it, we, we were in a, a pretty I don't. rough. <laughs> Let me hear a story I like about naked that. guys rubbing up against me, even if it's real. I thought well, that was just a rumor. Well, you know, we were in a, a bit of a, Rough, rough around the edges neighborhood in Atlanta, and mm -hmm. and and I don't even think the guy heard us. We just walked <laughs> into the barber shop yes. with our penises covered. I almost fell over. And then like we went, "Excuse me, sir, can you help us?" And then he just saw our dick stretching back and forth. So we just looked like eccentric perverts flashing him in his um, establishment. Was it silly putty or was it your real dick? Sir? It was a, a prosthetic. Um, <laughs> it was a prosthetic penis piece made by like these Oscar award winners. We've been effects. around in this territory a lot yeah. on the podcast. You know, yeah. this the stretching penis thing. Um, <laughs> you can buy those anyway. It's fascinating. The one that I thought was that I saw, I thought was extra kind of brilliant. Was you come in and you have the guy, the street vendor, and you he, you get a wig on. And you start putting lipstick on. Oh, yeah. I love and then this. the cop comes in. Yeah. And you're trying to, don't give me up. And then he wants yeah, to wait. Yeah, the cop goes, right. have you seen this guy? He's a homicidal murderer on the loose. And at this point, I have a wig on, sunglasses, and lipstick. Yeah. And I'm like, we're both the cop and I are facing the pr guy we're pranking. And I went to the guy, don't you say a fucking oh, word. Yeah. So scary. he's like pointing. The, he's like, trying to get the cops. Don't you say a fucking word. Yeah, he's really, really freaked out. So the cop's an actor and doesn't pick up on it. Yeah. No, but then someone else comes in. And then a security guard comes up and he goes, have you seen this guy? And he shows a picture of the cop, a mugshot of the cop. He goes, he's impersonating a police officer. <laughs> yeah. He's wanted for murder. And then they both start then going, both don't start, you fucking don't you say a fucking word. That's kind of next level. Yeah, that way. Good. That's so clever. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. The guy that was, was very stressed. One where your, your, your dress is an all gold guy statue. Oh, yeah. I love and then there's a silver this. statue. Yeah. And then yeah. you casually go over and rack them with a pole or something. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. They go, <laughs> you oh, beat oh, It really sounds violent. comes over and you hit the cop. And everyone's like, what the fuck? So he's the gold statue. Statue, you know, trying to get money in the, the park, busker. and there's a silver yeah. statue, yeah. and your guy goes and just starts beating the shit of yeah. the silver man. And he's like, on your people turf. Are going, what yeah. the fuck is going on? Yeah, yeah. Awesome but no too. one, like, first of all, no one's helping anyone anymore. But you know, they get nervous and run away. But I would think there's so much crime now; it's less, it's harder to even scare people because it's so common yeah. that they just keep walking. Like this is normal, this is real. Yeah, and I better go. You just know well, people some, are on edge. Everyone's yeah. on you can edge. always you can find you can you can scare people. It's it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, well, I get scared all the time. I don't like to be pranked. I I I'm, no, nobody really likes to be no. pranked because it usually is, <laughs> I don't like to be. It's pranked. usually like I look good, you look stupid, <laughs> and, and the end. <laughs> you know what I mean? And the guy, you see the guy in the mall. There's a kid, and he was 
being weird to some guy and the guy turned on and shot him. Yeah. 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 I'm sure that made it across your desk. Uh, yep, yep. I've been I've been talking about that. Has your and staff, yeah. has Dan or other guys, have they pranked you? Yeah. Um, uh, never uh, I mean, I mean, right now I'm doing a show on ABC with Johnny Knoxville, and he's like hitting me with tasers and stun guns every oh, five seconds. What is the name of this one? This is Prank Panel. Yeah. What's oh, called Prank, prank Panel. Tank, yeah. which is such a better name, but Shark Tank wouldn't give us the... Really? You have to run that by They own Tank. Oh, it's ABC? It's ABC versus NBC shit. Yeah. So Shark Tank's NBC. This is ABC. Prank Tank is a good name. Prank Tank rolls off the Dana, let's do Prank Tank. Yeah, you can do it if you can get Mr. Wonderful to give you the We can ask Lauren to make it happen. So I remember seeing this because on Johnny's Instagram. So yeah, so it's you guys go out and do you get regular people? Is that how it works? It's just like Shark Tank for pranks. So like people come on and they pitch their prank to us and- we either say yes, your prank's awesome, we'll do it for you, or we like, or we're like, nah, pass. And then, but like we also that. are pranking each other. And, and then you, go, if they, if you like their prank, do you go actively do it? We actively, we we produce it for them, so we not, might not be incorporated oh, okay. in the prank. We we usually like help them. It's just you and Johnny, or is there? That's me, Knoxville, and and Gabriel Sidibe. Okay. And so yeah. the three of us at one point were all um, armed, like the second day of shooting. Like I had a stun gun on me. She had pepper spray. Oh, ready for each other. What a, a taser. Yeah, it was a bit intense. But my crew has pranked me, but it was like kind of like inside joke stuff. I mean, my producer, Dave Bernad on the movie, he put... Oh, he made a credit score. He's like, the movie's locked. You just got to approve the credit score. And he left my name out of all of the opening credits. He put everybody else it's pretty uh-huh. tame and you had a to taser go, to the neck but you had to uh, go up and go hey uh, i had called the guy from mgm because it was at mgm first and i was like i've worked on this movie for seven years i had a meltdown i was like i worked on this movie for seven and a half years you're not even put my fucking it's name so in the obvious of a mess and you're like do you know who's in this movie he's like oh jesus and the guy from mgm was like what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> he didn't know he wasn't looped you in on the prank the highest guy up. Yeah, yeah. you fucker yeah i went full joe pesci on him i thought no so Johnny, like he's got all these injuries. He was on our podcast. It's very interesting how much he's pain. He's got is. so many. It's 16 concussions and a brain hemorrhage. He peed through his eyeball. Did yeah. you hear this? <laughs> yeah. And he had. He a, did. He broke his urethra. And he had to wear something squishy. inside his urethra for. Yeah, he had to pee with a catheter for uh, three years. It's fucking crazy. I peed because you've three avoided days all that. You, like, you could think yeah, you've I've maybe hurt myself taken a little falls. bit, but not like him. I asked him one time. I was like, why do you hurt yourself so much? And he went, uh, deep self-loathing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I think when the show's a hit, then they do a movie, the movie's so fucking exciting to go see that first time. And yeah. they're going at slow motion, the shopping cart, and everything's blowing up. They're the In best. the beginning, if you're a kid, I don't know how old I was like, Maybe even twenty. And I had I kids like, at this, this age so where that cool. was. Yeah, but, but it works for every age because it's primal. Like yeah, I love old, it. Like an eighty-year-old man can watch it, and a twelve-year-old kid can watch it. I think boys like it a little bit more than girls, but um, yeah. uh, yeah, just it's climbing just primal. On a it's international too. Like it's just yeah. it's all physical. You don't need to know humor. You don't English. Need, you don't need to know English yeah. or any language. You can watch it muted. But that's what I'm saying. Is he probably keeps doing because it it's like they throw money at him. Like this is your thing, and now it's like yeah. too much his thing. And then you act and stuff, and they're like. No, fall down. No, yeah, get hit by a bull. Buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around. To get a beautiful gift, mm-hmm. you get the unforgettable moment of seeing the look on their face when they open it. The tricky part, Dana, as you know, yeah, figure, figuring out how to get the perfect piece at the best price. I hate to say it, price yep. matters. I mean, yeah, yep. 
That's why I recommend for any jewelry purchase, you source it from BlueNile.com. They've been with us for a while. Yeah. Blue Nile offers thousands of independently graded diamonds, David. And find jewelry at prices significantly below traditional retail. They also offer peace of mind with every purchase. Some of their highest quality stand. They have some of the highest quality standards in the industry. Right. And David, whether you want to make a classic statement by gifting a white gold tennis bracelet mm-hmm. <laughs> to Sarah Sherman or, <laughs> or, or bring out, or bring out mm-hmm. her eyes with sapphire and diamond hoop earrings, Blue Nile's jewelry experts can help you find the perfect gift. David? They're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions like, should I make it a diamond cut or a circle <laughs> those are the technical questions i know <laughs> oval they fit your budget they'll make sure what you want they can fit in your budget yes it's very difficult to buy jewelry for someone because um you know it's it's a subjective thing and the, you'll be guided with the, this company's going to help you make the right choice you give right. them a little information and they'll go Sapphire. it's hard to roll down to your local strip mall and go yeah, we're a jewelry store and we sell trucker hats. It's like, that's yeah. not what you want. Or sometimes they have a small jewelry kiosk inside a Denny's restaurant and it's like <laughs> they're flipping hot cakes and I'm trying to find my loved ones. Yeah. yeah, no, thank you. You can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile also offers a diamond price match guarantee. Oh, that's nice. So you can't lose. No, mm-hmm. just in case you got 30 day returns mm-hmm. shop blue nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler go to bluenile.com today that's bluenile.com my dad works in b2b marketing but i never really knew what that meant then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big mql man then he just kept saying things like the more mqls the better over and over My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash wall to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash wall. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. I think in the old days, when you date, and today, you sort of just, it unfolds as you get to know them without Googling everything about their life before you see them. But yeah. maybe it's known as a safety measure in quotes, but it's really, it's almost too much to know too fast. Yeah. Social media ruins the like um, getting to know you some portion of, of dating someone. 50% of hookups. A little bit. 50% of non-celebrity hookups now are on social media or Tinder or those sites. 50%. 50%. So the that. tall men are harvesting so it's like there'd be the stud in the neighborhood in the olden days, and he harvests the neighborhood. Now the tall guy can carry counties, Northern California. <laughs> Wait, what's going on? <laughs> well, it's just it's it's just bioevolution, you know, because it's just all a digital image, and yeah, you know, yeah. The, the good but there's tall. also filters, and then there's actually girls that are AI, so they show up my feed, and I'm like, 
I don't know what's going on anymore. I don't yeah. know if this is a robot. And then and they're like, you, I make fifty thousand a month, and I'm a fucking robot. I'm like, wait, yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're getting you better really than tell, that. Though. You can't tell um, how someone really is from a two dimensional image of them, right? You, you really got. I'm I'm personality based, <laughs> but aren't <laughs> we all our digital image? Like, I never saw John Wayne <laughs> in person. Yeah, he he's just an image. Yeah. He's gigantic. Saw. Yeah. Seven he foot six. You know what he really was. Bob Mitchum told me this. Look him up, kids. Anyway, so he had the cowboy boots Look plus him. lifts. He was a true six four, so that put him at six seven. Then well, he, he was, had the, he really was giant. And yeah. then he would wear a cowboy hat, and he got up to about 280, 300 pounds. Yeah. So when you see him in movie, they can barely fit him in the cabin with the Whoa. other actors. You know, so come in and sort of. And pivot. what's the rumor about when he died? He ate so much meat. Do you know the rumor? No, that was fifty five pounds of meat it, in his colon. They call no, it in. Come on, impacted, that's what I heard. Impacted like fecal matter, David. Please, <laughs> it's impact. That's right. Impacted fecal but matter. That was Elvis. Ooh, now I'm getting what? turned on. There was 37 hot dogs in his colon when he died. Elvis was pooping. That is not the uh, way he you was. Go. He was alone in the mansion. Can I get you some paper? Anybody here? <laughs> he Even he, a paper towel. It, he he was on barbiturates or something, right? He was barbiturates. He was all pills. Sound like Adam Twelve. It's, it's like <laughs> we <Were you> on <laughs> whites, zoomers, poppers, bing bong, the reds, the yellows, the fizzies, Ice, the juicies. That's more. That's <laughs> um, That's Judy Garland. You know the uppers and the downers, and Elvis really? was in that too. And Judy Garland was flying high. Oh, Mickey Rooney told me that. You ever seen that Doc Ellis pitching on um, LSD cartoon? Oh. Did he pitch Ellis a no hitter or something? Yeah, he pitched a no no. He pitched a no hitter on LSD mm. in the seventies. Beat me on Pittsburgh. the lingo. <laughs> Let me ask you guys a question. I don't know. Like now, in- <laughs> I don't know anything about baseball, but <laughs> that's a no, good one. No, no. That's know. what he was like. Do he you think about the cannabis and- is a performing enhancing drug? Because they're busting for me. At track athletes. Not for me. I don't think it's a performing enhancing. Drug for athletes. Yeah, I know. They busted, they busted uh, another one. I think one. that's yeah. weird, yeah. old school bullshit. I yeah. don't know. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. I like Ma- what... Maybe you could say it like soothes your injuries so you have a, a step up. Are you kind of hyper focused for some people? But maybe. It's, it's not my drug. I don't it hits me so. sideways. Bill Murray said in the old days the scariest, it's sad when the scariest thing about weed is getting caught. Like there's nothing really bad it does you. Yeah, he was saying back in the day. Do you smoke, uh, Mary Jane? I smoke a little bit, but when I went, I I told Dan I went to the one of the weed stores to get a weed pen. Cause my neck's bad, and I was like, I just want a weed pen. They're like, which one of these six hundred uh, float? I'm like six hundred. I don't know. Yeah, I go. This is where you weed. come in. I go. Give me that. <laughs> purple you know north slope vietnamese hash oil <laughs> and so the guy goes oh and he and then the manager came out and he goes oh david spade he puffs up he goes hey go grab him some fentanyl crab cakes and uh get him <laughs> some uh, lsd uh, candy corns and i'm like no no i'm okay people go just take a gummy i take a couple milligram i take no. a chocolate uh, and i go but how do you know how many do you do it before you get to the one you go this is the one that works you must flip out I can't do the. Edibles. Are they strong? No, I can't yeah. do it. I, I can't even smoke weed. It just bugs me out. I don't. I have too much. I can't do it. And everyone thinks you're such a burnout. Too, I hallucinated right? no, I, on I, edibles. Yeah, no, it was too horrible. strong. It's the only drug I can't do. Horrible. Is, that, is but I think you're right. Is when people say they must say to you, "You must have been so baked." When you, you must be so stoned. You're like, no. It's hard to think of stone. smart things when you're wasted. No, yeah, caffeine is is my only drug. Yeah, that's where it's working. But 
uh, yeah, weed it doesn't hit me right, especially edibles. That's it's a, just a bad trip every time. Five hour energy, on the other hand, I'm I'm boofing. I that. think Seinfeld had a ten butt. minute chunk on that. <laughs> ten five minute. hour energy. <laughs> Why? After three hours, you only have two hours left. I'm Jerry Seinfeld. I took a sip. What am I? Fifteen minutes. <laughs> but he just had, had fun with the concept of it. it is funny. I think five we're going to call it five hour energy. This is Fuck a good hook. It's a good. It's going to call five hours. And, and Placebo Means is real. Now. Yeah, yeah. You know? Let's see. Before, Let's look at our notes. Now, I have a question. Okay, before, before we get into Emily Ratajkowski, which will be the last 45 minutes. Yeah. Um, uh, when people say, that. a yeah. lot of yeah. our viewers said, because the clickbait I saw was Eric Andre with Emily Ratajkowski, one of them's naked. I'm like, <laughs> click on it. Oh, oh, it's the other one. No, but then she, she was naked too, but in the background. So if that's the, yeah. the picture, you know, when you go into that maelstrom, then you become Maelstrom. inside that Maelstrom. that that energy. I'm nonplussed right now. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we each got I don't know one what in. Maelstrom is, but I'm, I'm well, I don't know if I use it is properly. It like a but it's kind of like if some you date a kind of a, a someone a, another right. kind of celebrity. You go into their ecosystem of how as an influencer or whatever, she's constantly photographed all around the world. A whole different and crowd. Then, yeah, that's all I'm or saying. Maelstrom. But well, why don't you say so? Ecosystem. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, Venn diagram of demographics. Yeah. yeah. Nothing's Virgin. clicking for me yet. <laughs> uh, I did a, a gummy before I got yeah, here. Yeah, that's good. Really because you, like, don't, you don't handle marijuana. And that's, <laughs> I know, like Taylor I don't know why Swift. I did why did you I do panicked. it? I panicked. God damn it. You, don't, you might not have heard this. Taylor Swift's dating Travis Kelsey. <laughs> so, um, that dating one, Travis Scott? Is that what he's on? Travis no, Kelsey. A oh, football Travis Kelsey. player. That uh, one is even... Matriculated That's, to my brain. I've seen it. The wow. football player in the He's pop showing stuff. off. My man. endoplasmic reticulum is. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I have three words left. I'm going to save my establishment in Terryism. <laughs> we thought when Ashley Judd, when I was doing something for Paramount, she was doing like this one of those spider movies, uh, whatever. Ashley Judd was great. And we were friends. And I told her once she had dictionary mouth because she kept saying words like that and it kept throwing me. And I go, are you doing that on purpose? She's like, no. And I'm like, no, you can't throw that many into a sentence. Yeah. Just relax. Yeah. Um, back to Taylor Swift and uh, uh, Travis, Travis Kelsey. Kelsey. Yes. So that's- I'm dating Travis Kelsey. Is that what you're getting? I see <laughs> where this you... is going and I just want to get ahead of it. Do you feel I like there's the a rumors. weird interest to from her fans and your friends and you've got to be careful because you don't want to make her fans mad. Is there anything like that? No, I don't think, maybe I should think that way and I'd be more successful if I thought that way, but I don't. I don't think that's I don't think that what you think. So she- <sighs> That wouldn't bother you. Whatever. She was no, aware no, of I, you I, and then she'd probably meet you like you are now. And it's, it's you know. Because you seem like an interesting guy. A charming, calm. Like, uh, yes. You're not, Sophisticated. But you seem like <laughs> <laughs> sophisticated. That's I'm me. You, you know what I get? I'm nonplussed. I get- you know who I have a crush on and everyone gives me shit? David Spade. You know, everyone gives me shit about that. I go, just say, like on Instagram, you can say you have a crush on me. You can say, you know, I think is cute, David Spade, without adding an addendum. <laughs> of like, you know who's actually kind of cute? They throw actually in yeah, a lot. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. just to keep your friends at bay. Like, yeah, don't know, don't yeah, worry. Yeah. I know too. I know. You're getting yeah, yeah, hurt. Yeah. But I'm I don't walking get into anything this. like that at my time on the planet. <laughs> you know, when you get in my, in my age group, there's no caveat. You're still in the cute age group. Yeah, yeah. I get, I get beauty and the beast. 
<laughs> I've dated some, you know, good looking I get people that. in the public eye. People go, beauty in yeah, the beast every time. And I go, look, I, you know, I'm not a male model, but I'm not the fucking elephant, man. I Give know. me something. Well, what I is your like type? I like Steve Urkel for the first that. 20 years of my when life. I Give me something. Heather Locklear or Nick Led Sheridan, it was always like, this fucking piece of shit. Like, it was the same thing. It was, not, it was Beauty and the Beast is one, but the, I always thought you couldn't flip that and say, this great looking guy is with this dog face whore. <laughs> it's like, well, I mean, God damn. But with us, it's like, you, yeah, you guys, it's a one safe thing to say about guys. Yeah, they're gross. yeah that's fine. I've I been married care. 40 years no, to so six Jesus. different women. <laughs> you know what? This joke they I did simultaneously. Stopped, they stopped <laughs> saying Beauty and the Beast to him a long time ago. Here's a bad pun. Wife you is very pretty. Heather Locklear. Yeah. When I was doing the grumpy old man with her, I'd go, Heather Locklear. <laughs> Jesus. I don't do what? jokes. That's something you would do on, uh, you know. Don't put that on me. I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> you shot back. You got dicks connected by yeah, bungee I'm cords. I'm to the barber, not Heather Locklear. So I'm yeah. fucking a chess set. You walk in, <laughs> jack set. off this midget. Then we're going <laughs> to. I'd want to be in your writer's room. Sure, anytime. Come on down. I mean, You're going to make uh, 300 bucks a week, brother man. Wait, but what do I ching? net? Oh, I have one more question, Dana. Seven dollars in a sandwich. That, um, I've got a lot. I know all this gossipy stuff. I'm sorry. Yes, but listen, honey, spill the tea, girl. Listen. Yes. When you, I don't know if Dana saw this or the, or the listeners at home. <laughs> you're you're at a. This is the one that scared me. When you have someone crammed in a suitcase and they're trying to get out, and yeah. all these people around, and yeah. they're saying help, and you go, "You the shut hands. the fuck up." With yeah. anyone that is any, obviously people kind of want to help, and you tell them to shut up, mind their fucking business, and I'm like. God damn, it's just the yeah. most weirdest, grossest feeling because people don't know what to do and they think they should kill you. They're like, yeah. I'm here to save a kidnapping. Yeah. And who is in the... Uh, that was a Russian, uh, uh, what are they, contortionist. I think her name was Olga. I'm not making that up. It wasn't it's even a, a, that big of a scene. Rolling a suitcase, just for the people listening. Yeah, rolling yeah. a suitcase. It's not and. the best bit in the world. But no, like, it's good. Uh, <laughs> it's, 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 it's good. It's the way you play it. There's the setup. It's and a it's good all bit. It's not. And so there's a hand that's, that's not all the way zipped up. And we have safe words, too. I was like, Olga, when you say popcorn, I'm going to let you out. She's like, I'm fine. This is no problem. And she's like, I, I could be in here for hours. I'm human I pretzel. Like, what is problem, <laughs> Mr. Andre Eric? I'll talk like this for no reason. No, but then there's a hand, and so people are noticing what the fuck, and then yeah. you're yelling at them, which Dave is it's so yeah, funny like, that you're hey, like, angry. who's in there? And you go, you shut the mind. You said it's like business. a puppet or a toy. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, uh, oh uh, yeah, no, I don't you're telling that bit, people. To be honest with you, yeah, like excuses. We know like, you're. It's obviously a real person. <laughs> Do you remember the one where it's like you're, you're, you're hanging from a? No, I'm sorry. No, we that, thought of stuff you'd one, never remember. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I want to. I love this. I shit. love that you, you guys have actually notes? seen it. I'm flattered. Sure. Things that you may you may want to want to get to. Well, this is kind of interesting. Would you really think you're banned from SNL because of that issue? Was, oh no, I shouldn't have said anything. I'm not. And it's I, in your I book. Was, I was. Is it? Oh, it oh, is. Maybe in my it's book. on your Wikipedia well, page. Well, <laughs> it's in my bio. <laughs> I talked to your mom. <laughs> uh, no, it was it was like a just a stupid. He's not thing. allowed to come to the show for the rest of the year, kind of right. thing, for, with somebody that doesn't work there anymore. And I yeah. met the woman that replaced her, and she was like, "F that lady. You're always welcome yeah. to come by anytime. Uh, yeah. Don't it's worry just about a dumb that." Thing. That was like it a very fleeting thing. I got too drunk before taping. I just wanted to come as an audience member to a taping, and I mm -hmm. I planned on enjoying a taping it was yeah. with them it was selena gomez was hosting and post malone was, was the great. musical she was yeah. great she's and i was there and um i drank hurricanes slurricanes, slurricanes. Uh, yeah, hurricanes you know? did i say that do i say it in the book yeah 
I drank slurry canes. Yeah, and they're what very strong. What is a hurricane? Just want to know. It's rum, passion fruit syrup, and lemon. It's everything. And, but there's four ounces of Jamaican rum in it, so they're very boozy Aye. and very sweet. So you you, four you knock back one, and it's like the strength of three cocktails in one. And it's so sweet. That and you where don't did really... you have this cocktail? Downstairs in a bar. No, I was. I had a screening of Bad Trip earlier that day. We never got to screen the movie because of. COVID. So we did these like one year anniversary screenings okay. a year after the so movie came out when, when um, you know, life was kind of coming back to semi-normal. Yeah. So we did a screening in LA and a screening in New York. So in the afternoon, mm-hmm. I was like, this is the red carpet celebration I always wanted to have. Yeah. And I, I made hurricanes in my green room and we drank, I only drank like three of those things, but I got fucking And then you go to hammered. SNL and you're still buzzed. And I went to him. I was, I was more than buzzed. I went, I never <laughs> throw up from drinking. I never, ever throw up from drinking and to, since I was, you know, in high school or something. And I was, uh, <laughs> I was going to throw up and I was like, it's better that I just get up and leave and not throw up in the crowd right. than throw up in the crowd. During her mom. Monologue. Yeah, it was like so, right at the top. And I was like, I don't want to vomit here. And it's That'll so be dead very silent and you're stiff and you're and just trying to get the spins. Cramped. Yeah. Like the seats are the, like Yeah, it's very tight. Tiny. The floor yeah. seats and, and are and really You jammed. don't realize how tiny it is on on television, like the sets and everything. That studio mm-hmm. is tight. Like it's yeah. tight. Yeah. So I was like, I don't want to vomit. And I turned to my date and I was like, I don't feel great. I might throw up. I have to get fresh air. She's like, I'm easy. We went outside. I went to a halal cart on whatever street, 54th Whoa. street. And I just started wolfing down halal. And then I felt like a million bucks and I went home. But uh, it was, I, I did not want to throw up and disrespect I you did the right move. Or, or Lauren. They don't or love it. That's a comedy so, killer. Yeah. Unless it's fake vomit on your show. I would love yeah. it on live. I mean, what would you do on live? And Selena would have to say something. It was, I was far enough back, but I was, um, I was quite inebriated and I needed to, I needed to go home. I right. needed to go home. It was so time for me to go home. My question was when you were saying about SNL, you there was some interest but it took was it a little too late like you got on your own show and it was sort of known as cool well well on my show i had full creative freedom to do any sketch Mm -hmm. or prank or whatever i wanted so it felt like you did the right thing it would have been lateral at best if i got on would you if they called oh yeah absolutely all right let's make you have to say yes any any comedian that says no is lying yeah um you have to because i just i'm sure it's incredibly nerve-wracking but um you'd be great because you do stand up you're yeah. two specials and you you do sketch and you're willing to do a lot which they love they love yeah. if they write and then you could mm-hmm. probably bring in some guys pre-taped pranks you, you, you would stuff, if you yeah. hosted they would they would do that i would love to do you yeah. know obviously the monologue and sketches during the the, mm-hmm. the main event but i'd love to pre-tape pranks around new york like the, earlier in the week that'd be a good idea yeah that'd be, they, they like, because they do pre-tapes because i saw this weekend and there's one or maybe even two and what yeah, you used do. to do as a host, you come in on a Monday, we do nothing until Monday night meeting at six. But I think they pull you and make you shoot Monday now. And then maybe even Tuesday. Because you don't have to do much as a host on Monday and Tuesday. Yeah. I can't yeah. imagine the fucking pressure. It's so hard. I can't imagine that pressure. It is a why lot. Why is it live? Why, does, <laughs> why is it live? Like it's only it, making it's just, everybody's life so much more stressful. Well, one of the why things, and I, I don't know if... It, Anyone had the prescience to <clears throat> to figure this out? It's embarrassing. Now. It is a. <laughs> it's like Noam Chomsky. It's a sporting here. event, you know, and it's also it's the fact event. that it's yeah. live. Yeah. 
I can enjoy it if the show's kind of tanking and you can see people kind of just not, it's yeah. not happening. Yeah. Especially on That's the East fun, Coast because yeah. there'll be a little bit of a sweeten for the West Coast. Of course, yeah. now you can see it on Peacock Live. Yeah. Anyway, I own Stock Thanks, commercial. Universal. Look. <laughs> Look, uh, Peacock, <laughs> where all the good shows live. That's, that's a byline I wrote. I get an annuity. Fuck that. It's, anyway. it's almost the show that shows Yellowstone. But it, I feel it. Isn't to... that a different one? Oh, that's Paramount, yeah. <laughs> no, Yellowstone has been reconfigurated. Right. Now it's on CBS and getting huge numbers. Yeah, like they crazy down. numbers. Yeah. Oh, was there some controversy or something? No. I'm they, out of the loop, they just try, I mean... It's probably a little cleaned up because- it's a little dirty. There was a lot of violence and some swear words and stuff. Nope. That's all. I don't. They took that I out. don't like uh, any yeah. swear words. No. I don't like any blue humor. Yeah. It's By the way, funny. the name of your book <laughs> is Dumb Ideas. Dumb Ideas. But you were about and to say something. Now. You were about to say something. You said Probably. prescient, and then you like your. Oh, I think I just meant that that Saturday Night Live is a de facto reality show. You're seeing a football player or an actress try to do sketch comedy. So you're you're struggling with them, good or bad, right? And so that's one compelling ask. The other one is when someone comes on. There's you got twenty cast members, but this new man or woman comes on, and they're this is their big break. Yeah, and you start to noticing them f go up the food chain more and more, and seeing them evolve. You see the audience start to discover the performer. Yeah, the performer then gets more confident, mm -hmm. and you see it with you know Kristen Wiig, David, anybody, and that that journey is also very compelling so i don't know if 1975 lauren's like we'll have these other lanes it'll be a comedy yeah. show we'll have comedians but we're going to play in these other arenas breaking right. bands too when i was there we saw and nirvana. breaking bands yeah nirvana yeah. pearl jam like when you're on there and you go i can tell these people be big i yeah. can't personally but i was told yeah <laughs> <laughs> these guys are good i honestly when pearl jam came on the second time now i love them but it takes me forever i'm like europe it takes about two years to get what people like. Yeah. And then when they came on, I go, oh, Pearl Jam, are you going to do a live? That's my favorite. And the guys go, we did that last time. Right? Yeah. Well, here's a, <laughs> here's a triple question for you. <laughs> well, I'm so locked into my sketches, Eric. <laughs> here's a triple question. Yeah. Oh, shit. Love a triple question. As a consumer, <laughs> as an artist, you, uh, musically, film, television, anything you watch or see or read, you're actually what you find most attractive in a woman in terms of her personality and what is do you have a type um uh, is it I, I don't think this is a triple question it's a no, well, it's I was kind of thinking of a third one but I didn't want to go political um uh, <laughs> uh, uh all my answers are hack for that question that's it's, good it's always though. It's, 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 what do you yeah. like you well, don't, you don't like my, personality do you my, <laughs> my my therapist would be very proud for me to say my therapist said, quite, "You really have a, a therapist? Yeah, several. I have several. Mm -hmm. My therapist said a great thing. They said uh, they can be physically attractive, mm -hmm. but it can't be the first thing. It's got to be like the fourth thing. Mm -hmm. If it's the fourth thing, and they have three other qualities that so, are higher in the ranking, that's." better if sense it's of just, humor sense of humor yeah that's what i was gonna say it sounds very hack but it's true no, no, because sense those of humor are archetypal um, tells you if somebody's intelligent it tells mm -hmm. you their worldview it mm -hmm. tells you if they're on the same wavelength yeah. as you if yes. your sense of humor is on is yes. is, is and matching more, that's it it's tell, telling you green flags for all these other qualities specifically if it's like it's sort of when girls say i like a sense of humor girls it's or women <laughs> whatever can i i can't say girls anymore i say boys though 
Yeah, boys. boys. But yeah. but I mean, for women, if Shay's sense of humor, <laughs> The Rock is a really cool boy. It's like saying, it's like saying, I like music. It's a little vague. So you say what kind of sense of humor, and if it jives with yours, then it's a big hit. You yeah. know, like there's people that think I'm funny, and people that think I'm not funny. So I'm not funny. So if you see someone, and then it sort of you, it's on the same wavelength. That means a lot. That's a big yeah. thing. You're right. And well, the looks yeah. is always in there, but looks the others, don't last longer than the three months. therapist is asking days. you yeah, yeah, to yeah, take yeah, yeah. the I feminine agree. position because I think these are generic stereotypes in a way, but women are have a wider bandwidth of what they can find attractive. And sense of humor, ambition, drive, all yeah. personal, yeah, yeah. how they treat their friends. Men are like cavemen. So yeah, like, so like, your, your therapist is trying to get you to the looks being that fourth thing. So yeah. then it's going to be about how are they with their, so they have friends, this this woman right. uh, how are they with their family yeah. you know all these different things yeah yeah sure yeah. how are they to a waiter how are they to uh yes are so they kind how are they to an uber driver yeah little things yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. i talked to if someone rude recently. to an uber driver is a red flag yeah was rude dating somebody and the headphones didn't work on the on the jet i guess it was a problem and the guy flipped out what the fuck, man! I can't even fucking th and threw him against the the plane. <laughs> who is this? Wait, who? Just someone. I, it was just a red flag uh, of someone. If you have someone like their cocktails not perfectly done uh -huh. in the rest of the first date, and uh -huh. like, what the fuck, man? Uh -huh. God damn it! It's too much vermouth. Yeah, yeah, fuck. yeah, yeah, yeah. If they're like a you white know? lotus character, then yeah. it's a red. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a red flag. Mean, you want chill? <laughs> I know men at this point. Women have their whole story, but it's, if this is a guy podcast, you know what today? else is good? Calm, general good. disposition. Because sometimes, yeah. and demeanor, because if there's some people you're also, you know, every time you see them, you go, I got to try to get them up. Uh -huh. Like they're kind of down or they're kind of in a bad mood. They're kind of uh -huh. grousey. And you're trying to go, hey, and you don't want to set them off. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, not to set them off, like it's that itchy, but just some people are just light. You don't want, yeah, exactly. You don't them. want to feel like you're walking in eggshells. Yeah. You want somebody uh, mm -hmm. has the emotional regulation game down. A, down pat a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, a chill person. That, because, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Would you like to learn a new language? We. Oui. <laughs> See what we? I did? Oh. No, I said we oui, like French. Oh, okay. We, we. We, we. I have, ever since I've seen Pepe Le Pew and his way with women, I thought, I want to learn a new language. You know what I I do have a because uh, I'm a, I, I do voices and stuff. I do like yeah. the sound of of a French language. Yeah, you're good at faking a language. I just do gibberish, but I want to actually learn. And that's mm -hmm. I'm going to introduce you in the world to Rosetta Stone. It's the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. And it truly immerses you in the language you want to learn. Yes, I've heard about this and talked about it for a long time. It's the trusted expert for 30 years. They have millions of users, 25 languages offered. So I think that pretty much covers the globe. You've got yeah. your Spanish, your French, mm -hmm. you were just talking about, Korean, Dutch, Arabic. Fast language acquisition. It, 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 there's no English translations. So you really learn to speak listen and think in that language that's the hard part i think that's it and it's an intuitive process you pick mm -hmm. up the language naturally first with words then phrases then sentences and it's all designed for long-term retention which is great because i took spanish for 12 years and all i know is how to find a library 
Yes, Donde, I know. Donde está la biblioteca. So this one, really, really, you retain it. I learned German, and I know, hast du Zweister now abra? No, hast du Bruder now nine abra covers by Zweister. That means have. Do you have a brother? No, I have, but I have three sisters. I took German for seven years, and all I remember is Gesundheit. <laughs> what does that mean? That means bless you. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> someone sneezes. Gesundheit. Rosetta Stone, that's not going to happen. Another thing I love is they have a built-in true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation. That's like having a personal trainer for your accent. Very important to being understood in a foreign country is to do it in kind of the rhythm of the way that language is speak. Right. You don't, you don't look like some clown. Desktop and <laughs> app options, audio companion, ability to download lessons offline. Mm-hmm. By the way, the Lifetime membership has all 25 languages. For any and all trips and language needs in your life, mm-hmm. that's lifetime access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off. What are we waiting for? It's a steal. What is going on? Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started for a very limited time. Fly in the Wall listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Oh, yeah. Visit rosettastone.com slash fly. That's 50. That's like the highest I've heard of. 50% mm-hmm. off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash fly today. If you've ever been in the market for a new home, you know how home shopping can be, and that can be a lot. There's so much you don't know and so much you actually do need to know. What are the neighborhoods like? Good question. What are the schools like? Who is the agent who knows the listing or neighborhood best? And why can't all this information just be in one place? Maybe it is. Why can't it? Guess what? It is. Now it is on homes.com. They've got everything you need to know about the listing itself, but even better, hold on, they've got comprehensive neighborhood guides and detailed reports about local schools. And their agent directory helps you see the agent's current listing and sales history. Wow. That sounds good. Homes.com collaboration tools make it easier than ever to share all this information with your family. It's a whole cul-de-sac of home shopping information. All at your fingertips. Mm -hmm. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Have you had a, you're a young man, have you had a, a relationship that lasted a few years? Where you? Uh, the longest I've gone is a year and a half. That's, that's, that's fine. I know, okay. I know a celebrity okay. that doesn't want me to mention popcorn, it, but popcorn. the longest he, he <laughs> this celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like that though. I, 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 I know a celebrity can. that can only go 30 days. I'm working days. on that. I'm working on it. 30 I'm days working. is the longest he can go. Really? Yeah. Really, thirty days. Some would say what that was that's his an name avoidant again? I can't so. say his name again. No, I couldn't hear. James can't. Earl Jones. <laughs> Damn it, <laughs> Neil <Damn> DeGrasse. <laughs> Why? No, I can't call Jimmy for Thanksgiving now. That would be James Tutu. Um, no, it's uh, so that's fine. But um, uh, 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 there is a shift occurring. I'm having my. Uh, I just turned forty. I'm having my midlife crisis Mm -hmm. shift in my priorities i was very focused on making whatever type of comedy that i've been trying to do career work for and it takes Mm -hmm. 20 fucking years it just it's hard and i have like a very specific nuanced um comedic 
POV and sensibility. So it's not for everybody and it's not um, a normal or mainstream uh, point of view. So it took me a very, very long time. I'm still figuring it out, but I feel like it's on its feet a little bit more than it was 10 years ago or 20 years ago. And I have somewhat of a body of work to show like, hey, mm-hmm. this is what I'm, I'm trying to do. But it, it took two decades. So now that it's somewhat on its feet. And um, you're, you're in I'm no Shaggy Green. But, but you're, um, you're famous. You have, a, I mean, you have a brand, you have a lane. Like people know about you. They're yeah, aware of you. There's they know something you there. There's 100%. some body of work I can point to now yep. where now I'm like, what else is life about? Um, and I don't think just money or career is a wealth. I think love is a wealth and love life is a wealth. So now I'm like, oh, maybe there's other aspects of my adult life that I could um, nourish. And before uh, the first uh, 20 years of my career, 20 to 40, I was just like, hey, you're hot and you're paying attention to me. Let's make out for a year. And then I'd be like, "Uh, I'm not really Mm -hmm. thinking about it more three-dimensionally. And now through an immense amount of therapy as a child of divorce, I am uh, thinking about it more three-dimensionally and realizing that um, uh, an amazing woman in your life can bring a lot of balance. I was going to say the word balance, not even a big word, but you know, you got your show business lane. And then if it's all about that lane and the balloon gets a little deflated for a couple of years, you know, Yeah, you're exactly. not a shiny object anymore. You want to come home. I think it would be um, <laughs> a, a nourishing for my life if I came home to my best friend every day and I mm-hmm. could vent, vent yeah. to her or and we could share experiences together. Um, but the first 20 years of my adult life in the workforce, I was just like... Bleh. Let's make out and yeah, hump. It's all right. It's, <laughs> you know, like Lord Michael dude. said once, there's something about a man in his 40s and a woman in her 20s. Yeah. Yeah, that is a link. That is a link. I well, feel you, like I feel like you want to establish your career, sexist, which is a horrible yeah. way to start a sentence. But like, I do feel like the gal on a date now, where I'm like, I'm like, what are you looking for on the, on a first date? Mm-hmm. Whereas in my twenties, I'd just be like, ah, you're you're hot. Check us out. Am I making you laugh? Uh, <laughs> uh, and girls are like, shut the fuck up. All right, let's make out. Um, <laughs> girls kiss uh, me mostly to stop me from talking. I agree. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they said they take you like they, shut up and kiss me. Yeah, they fool. just go shut up and kiss me. It's not romantic. It's literally shut up. Are you, anything uh, to stop? Now me. are you going to settle down? Well, I was hearing you. And I was getting your free. What's the longest therapy? Re- longest relationship you've ever done? Um, three table dances in a row. That was my old answer. <laughs> <laughs> that was from my special. No, that was from an old David up like that. No, but um, I'm I hear you. Yeah, I get it too. And there's I I'm a child of divorce, so I never even try to look too that deep into it. But yeah, there's definitely some. Uh, the red flag store has gone out of business over here. So it's just, it's just. Would you uh, say it's an avoidant attachment style? My therapist also was like, don't pathologize yourself too much. Just, you'll, you'll we'll figure it out. I also don't believe in societal norms. Right. Always being like the answer for everybody. And each I person agree. is their own universe and whatever makes you happy, makes you happy. So I, you know, I agree to that. Some people want marriage and children. Some people want no marriage some yeah. people want children with no marriage some people want marriage with no children so you know it's, i know it's, but it's I, all, I was on every, bill maher's works. show and he's apologetic going you know people are mad at bill maher because there's a wife and a kid i go i'm not 
mad at you. I don't yeah. care at all. Yeah. What do you mean? You have to live like me? Yeah. But yeah, I think it's, it's still, that's the prevalent. Is that a word? Prevalent? Yeah. Is it? The prevalent, um, I can't continue after I say oh, it. Oh, please. Because I don't know what it means. But you know, people have the wife and kids and the, the family. And every movie is family. And every movie yeah. is like, well, you have family when you come home. And if you're watching those movies and you don't have a family, come, it, those, those bother people too. You can't yeah. just say, oh, and at the end of the movie, they get back together and then they have the kids and then they're all in the same house. And you go, I know that's what everyone's saying, but I don't know if everyone is exactly that anymore. It's, yeah. it's very modern families Well, the birth there. rate is not re being replaced uh, in the Western world. I mean, we're not at replacement. At least us Irish Norwegians are not replacing ourselves in America right now. Because a lot of the, the, there's no money. All There's 77 trillion with my tribe, the baby boomers. We have all the money. We paid all the debts, all went to us. And so the kids are coming up, young people trying to buy a house. The home ownership's way down. Mm, yeah. The, you know, what I would pay for 300 for an apartment in the 70s now is like 4,500. So there is all that too. It's hard, it takes money to yeah. have a family. Yeah, and, and kids they, are expensive. Yes. And I like um, sleeping in, I like traveling, and I like um, only spending my, my extra shekels on myself <laughs> selfishly if i i think like oh i want to take a trip to what whatever i want to go to paris if i was like i want to go to paris but i have to pay for my wife and my three kids i'm like shit you're dragging me down it kind of hurt my pockets right yeah. <laughs> i wouldn't be in a hurry i know a lot of dads who started their family in their 50s and i, I have that too that's more common than the I mean, testosterone Al not worried about testosterone you testosterone yeah. goes you're down fine. And then someone like a Clooney or Warren Beatty can go, okay, I had 7,000 girlfriends, now I can lock in. Yeah, Warren Beatty was like Will Chamberlain, right? Wasn't yeah. he? <laughs> he was fucking Charming. Like Johnny Carson too, wasn't he? Like, Johnny, Johnny. Uh, I heard he humped around a little bit. Every single normal. extra, every Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Here, let's do, <laughs> let's do poppers. If you let's were... do poppers tonight right before we... No. <laughs> I heard he. I had to have sex with five women a night or something like insane. Get it. I knew. I knew Cinco de Mayo. I knew someone who was his girlfriend when he was like he, she was like thirty and he was like sixty four and they'd be at a party and he'd be hitting on someone over by the stairwell. So you do these poppers. And, uh, <laughs> well, if you were divorced twice, a lot different. It would be more different? normal. What's that? If you were divorced twice by now, it'd be more normal. That, yeah, that's the other thing. A lot of my friends my normal. age late thirties, yeah. early forties are all, not all going through divorce, but a shit ton of my friends are going through divorce. Right. So that I was mm -hmm. like, I'm a child of divorce and I'm traumatized. I was from my parents' divorce. I got, they got divorced when I was like 11 turning 12, which yeah. is an awkward age. So mm -hmm. uh, I was always worried about that. I was like, oh, I don't want to get married and get break divorced. up with someone or have a kid and then have to tell them, I my, feel that have way. to do what my parents did to, my parents were are very, uh, beautiful and loving, but um, how old were you? I was like eleven, turning twelve. Mm, it was hard, super awkward. Hard sixth grade. Yeah, it's a weird. And my parents didn't communicate well. Like, um, mm -hmm. they didn't really tell me properly what was going on. My dad was just like, "Uh, I'm gonna live somewhere else for a little bit," and I was like, "Okay, that's weird." But mm. and then I had to put the pieces together. I was like, "Are you guys getting divorced?" And they were like, "Uh, Duh. yeah." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "What?" So, um. Mm. Uh, it's hard. Uh, 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 well, we could end on that well, downer. Yeah. What else is going on? <laughs> Wait a minute. 
to some ten hour energy. Yeah, um, I had therapy. I started at sixty, and I went for five years. I got it a little too late. Really, I've been. So doing the it. fact that you're doing it now, I've, before these other I, life choices, I started when yeah. I was twenty five, and when I right when I started therapy, I was like, I wish I was doing this since I was ten. I yeah. was like, I wish. Right at the divorce would have been help, probably. Yes. Well, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Someone to talk immensely. to. Yeah. My dad was a psychiatrist who never went to therapy. And my dad just passed away like a year ago. But like when I was drive, I was on the phone with him a mm. few hours ago. And I was like, dad, I got to go. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling up to my therapist. And he was like, therapy? <laughs> Those people just tell you what you want to hear. I was like, aren't you a fucking psychiatrist? Yeah. <laughs> Don't you work with therapists? Yeah. Don't you work in the mental health field? He was a strange... That's what people would say to me when I went. They, my brothers would go, "Did did she fix you? Did she fix you?" My mom said the best thing. My mom, who needs therapy more than who's in the book a lot too with uh, emails and stuff. She goes, "I go, ma, same thing. I go, ma, I gotta go. I'm going to therapy." And she went, "Therapy, okay, Mister California." And I was like, (laughs) she thought it was like a new agey. I was like, no one on earth needs therapy more than you. Um, She's like, no, I tried therapy once when grandma died, and the guy was just like. Eh, try antidepressants. And I was like, no, I'm not doing that. So I was like, no. I say, mom, I'm, go- I'm going to my astrologist now. <laughs> She's like, that is bullshit. <laughs> no, people get, I, I like when uh, uh, women ask you, what, when were you born? Yeah. What, and I what go, weirdly specific how old am I? Time? They go, no, just when, what time and yeah. where? And I go, uh-oh, uh, that's my red flag. Mm. I go, no. And she's like, yeah, let me just check the moons and everything and I'll get back to you. And I go, yeah. if it's predicated on that, I'm, yeah, I will best. say women are quite into astrology. If you meet, uh, if you're, have is a crush that, on a gal that yeah. is not into astrology, I would marry her. <laughs> she is a diamond the in the one rough. Pa- the one past that is my psychic told me, I go, oh boy, go back to the astrologist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> astrologist yeah. is based on something. But yeah. they do say, and mm-hmm. I, I actually believe some psychics work, but I, I don't know if that's the one they're hitting. You know, it's just too much of a crapshoot. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So wait, are you, are you married? Oh yeah, for forty years. You've married for forty years. Yeah. So if you split, so you guys it, are like the opposite. Yeah, we both we're the twenty years of you. We're the opposite. Amortize it, and yet we're wow. very good Amortize. friends. Totally are you going to get married at the end of this year? Soon. Yeah. Is that? Did you see my psychic? <laughs> no, uh, I'm a little late to the game, um, but I am trying to struggle through life. So uh, I do. I'm. I am aware of my craziness. So. There. Is it fixed yet? No. My wife and aware. I, if she'll come in from the store and then I'm going to go to the store, she'll 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 come with me to the store so we can hang out. Uh-huh. Wow. So this is going good. Mm, I guess well, he wins that round. You know. <laughs> it's a little bit Must of a, be nice. Yeah. I know. Jesus. I just say, guys, I mean, you know. No, you, I'm no, content it's, it, right it, now with my life. I, you have dark, You there's it's like, there's elliptical thing of the sun goes behind the moon. You have years where you're, you're not, some years you're not really connecting. Yeah. It's when you don't leave after that and you kind of go, God, we're in a ditch. And then it starts to come around again and you're like, it's all yeah. that good again. So a lot of people pull the ripcord on the first time. Uh, like, I don't even like this person. Slump. Yeah, I'm yeah. not attracted to this person. Bloop. Yeah. yeah. hundred million. That's me. The yeah. first slump. You get yeah, but I'm you're like, just ah. Is yeah. this when the bad you weren't ready? You you know, but there's some you may not find you may never get married, it, but you weren't ready. You're so career driven. Yeah. It would it would have been a very special. It's kind good of person. to stay friends yeah. with with. I try to stay friends because sometimes that's even harder to find someone you actually like to hang out with, and 
you know, if it doesn't work and, and they stay in your life, over time you start to go, this person is more right than I thought because mm. you see them mad, sad, the way they handle different things in life. And you go, I can handle that. Mm -hmm. I can handle that temperament. I can, and you start to go, there's more of a growing attraction over time in a weird way. And mm -hmm. some, you just go, we weren't right for each other. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I, listen, I did the same thing. Divorce when I was four, dad took off, uh, stepdad and stepdad killed himself. I and mean, there's so many He's weird, weird crazy things that happen. Is that why you're a comedian? But think? I think it might be, well, I'm a comedian also just trying to make money and just make ends meet, knowing, knowing it wasn't coming from anywhere. Yeah. There's no like rich friend or rich relative. Yeah. So we just were sort of scraping, but it's no like poor me. It's just, everyone's had a rough, rough stories growing up, but I do have to look, you know, you look at it, how it fits into the whole picture and you go, okay, there's some crazy in there that obviously came from certain things. So yeah. try to analyze it and then, um, you know, watch porn, whatever most people do. <laughs> porn is so watch boring. Watch porn, film your it? own porn. I mean, Every once in a while, I'll just look at it for a I know, minute. It's bad and then I'm like, ah, ah. It's bad when you got to up the stakes. I don't <laughs> like That's when you got to get out. You got to go, uh-uh. I'm not going to squirt or I'm not. You're not going I refuse. to. I, uh, <laughs> I don't click on it. Little. I, one time my friend was like, dude, I jacked off to anime, like Japanese animation. Mm. He goes, I jacked off to anime. We're in high school. <laughs> we're like 18 years old. Jesus. He goes, I jerked off to anime. And all my friends, we all start making fun of him. We're like, ah, you're a fucking weirdo loser. And then like 24 hours later, we were all like, Oh, I tried. I, I, I watched the anime. <laughs> we all like anime is doing for you guys. Is that cartoons? That didn't. Maybe it was a short lived. I, I don't thought know. You were going to say There's twenty no years later. There's no fetish. <laughs> but I, I love that guys are always like, "Ew, you jerked off to the weird, obscure thing," and then like an hour later, it we're comes like, around. "Maybe we should <laughs> maybe just check, check it out. Uh, <laughs> check it out. All right, let's go spin. on that one. I like porn jokes. Uh, uh, thank you. Porn jokes. I want to get great. back in a ditch where we're really no. We were good. We, you know, I impress you with my wife going to the store with me. Was that kind no, of no? I like it. Was impressive. Well, very depressive for. No, 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 no. It's no. interesting. You guys you both hope. picked two specific, I, I don't even know different, but two very specific paths Happenings. with love life right. stuff. Right. With, um, with me, and here's this, what I could but ask there's pros and cons thing. to everything, right? Yeah. There's pros it, and you, cons you to You just decide. You double down for each other. It's after you. No, after you. We yeah. did a personality test across the kitchen table last year, and we both came out helper. So we're just- mm. Were your no, parents married all the way to the end? I, I had a really rough childhood. <laughs> he so did he. Yeah, he yeah. Did. My crazy. dad was a piece of work. Yeah. Okay, let's it. end the podcast right now. God, we just keep <laughs> slumping back to. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! I can't talk politics with you because you don't know shit. No, he was he was an orphan, and he had he uh, had his uh, issues, um, narcissism running around. My yeah. mom made me her surrogate husband. There uh, were five kids, uh, so I was caring. I was responsible for her, uh, like David was for his mom. Uh -huh. And there's a, just a lot of responsibility there and a lot of cruelty and weirdness. Yeah. But five kids in the 60s, a lot of independence. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I, most comedians have kind of a um, a little bit of an edge to them. Yeah. <laughs> I would say. <laughs> we're not normal. Christ sakes, Definitely not. Okay, we're not all normal in the brain pan. You know, we've been through the gauntlet a couple Anyway, I got times. hit by a car once. Eric was our uh, guest. I, it just keeps getting worse. <laughs> Eric Andre. Is, I don't think this is depressing to no, talk I think about it's, human I, stuff. I think it's good to talk about. I think it's, uh, it's fun to talk about. Fun to hear we're all crazy in different ways. Because we've seen... Air, it was your stuff you're doing. And by the yeah. way, the special, I thought as I was watching it, your last special, you were deconstructing 
the idea of a stand-up while you're doing stand-up. Oh, wow, thank you. That's, That's what I felt. Because I was like, oh, he's completely having fun with the whole idea. Uh, Here's the funny guy. Uh, you, know, uh, you dive at your kid kissing a guy in the audience. Yeah, yeah, I sweat all over um, that guy. But I do think it's good to talk about this because we they know we're yeah. funny. I mean, yeah. you, your special's out. What's the name of your special? <laughs> Nothing personal. Oh, okay. Because yeah. there many times you couldn't remember is, is it. Is it on Peacock? No, it's on. I just wanted to plug Peacock one more on time. It's on Instagram Live. It's on Flublo, which is a cross Fubo. between Tubo and it's on Pluto Google. TV. It's on Alibaba. It's on Babo. Yeah, it's a niche network uh, that you can't get with a conventional television. Yeah. It was a smash. He's putting no. butts in the seats. Let me tell you that when he's out on I the like, road. It's good. It's good to talk to him. I learn way more about you. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. a lot of fun to have a normal conversation. If this, if this was normal, I think it was normal. I think it was really, right. I think it was very it's normal. as normal great. as uh, America can tell. Yes. Is great. this on in America? Mm-mm. We Just haven't got that coverage yet. We're we're actually big in <laughs> who told you that? Lithuania, <laughs> Iran is our biggest audience. This is being yeah. dropped on Ukraine uh, as a gift. That's yeah, what I that's what I figured. Biden is our biggest fan. <laughs> yeah, it's, a good, it's the best podcast there's to do. Uh, all right, thanks, Bud. Thank you. We'll, all right, we'll walk you. Okay, care, sounds bud. good. I, you know the the late great Louis C.K. had a has a joke. He's not he's not, he's not dead. <laughs> This has been a podcast presentation of Cadence 13. Please listen, then rate, review, and follow all episodes. Available now for free wherever you get your podcast. No joke, folks. Fly on the Wall has been a presentation of Cadence 13. Executive produced by Dana Carvey and David Spade, Chris Corcoran of Cadence 13, and Charlie Finan of Brillstein Entertainment. The show's lead producer is Greg Holtzman with production and engineering support from Serena Regan and Chris Basil of Cadence 13. 